0: Hello everybody, and welcome to the Flix Chick Podcast, the podcast where I force myself to watch cinema classics because I hate them. My name is Regan, I am your host, and I'm a film student who doesn't watch movies. Welcome to episode one. I'm so excited to have you all here. Today we are watching The Matrix. Now, my lecturer does not shut up about The Matrix. Like, I don't know, he just has an obsession with it. I think, well, it is a good movie. I mean, not that I've like seen it before today, but from watching it, like, I can understand, but, like, every single lesson, we are watching something from The Matrix. So, like, coming into watching it, I did know a little bit, but, like, not the most, you know. A little bit about me. I feel like because this is the first episode, my first ever podcast, you're just going to have to bear with me because I'm already having little whoopsie daisies and we're not even a couple minutes in. So, obviously, I am a film student. Uh, English. I am a film student. I am studying... No, not media arts, screen production at the University of Wollongong. I feel like in Australia we don't really have like film students. you kind of, the name of your course is going to be something like media arts or like screen production or something like that. And then we just call ourselves film students. Um, But look, I would love to make some movies. I just, I don't watch them and that's really bad for me. The other thing that's really bad for me is the fact that in every single class my lecturer or my tutor will be like, oh, has anyone seen this movie? Has anyone seen this movie? Has anyone seen this movie? And although some of them are obscure and, like, most of the class doesn't, sometimes they ask, like, you know, has anyone seen the first Star Wars movie? Or has anyone seen The Matrix? Or whatever. And everyone else puts their hand up and I have to sit there with, like, my mouth full of teeth, just, like, looking around. Like, it's a bit embarrassing. And so I figured if I started a podcast, I'd then have to do it. For those listening and not watching, I'm also holding... The top bit of my microphone, because it, like it does have a base, but I took it off to put it on this thing, which is like a half of a desk mic stand. Um, it's a very long, heavy metal object, a lot longer than any like stand should be. But it was making so much background noise, I wasn't into it. So we're getting rid of that, and now I just look very weird. Ooh you turn it different ways it does different things I should maybe be holding it this way hey maybe this is better I don't know look today is really just a trial and error and I realized I forgot my notebook so let me go get that so it took me about three days to finish watching this movie look am I in the middle of my assessment period yes so should I probably not be doing that also yes but this will technically be used for an assessment so like it makes sense. Like, I, like I'm like i doing what I meant to... It's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm not procrastinating by doing this instead of doing my work. Well, I should be doing my work. Anyway, in saying that, it has taken me three days to watch this movie. First day, I started off on a little notepad. For those of you who aren't watching, I just whipped out a notepad. Um, but then I got bored of writing. Ooh. But then I got really bored of writing, and I just... I wasn't vibing. I couldn't, like, write fast enough and look at what was going on on the screen. So then I was missing, like, key points. Like, I missed the entire bit with the pills because I wasn't writing stuff down. You know what I mean? So the next days, I then transferred to the laptop. So today's thing is going to be very interesting, but that's okay. So let's get on to talking about The Matrix. So we start with the opening. First thought, so much code. So much code. My dad would love it. I was... He would always tell me, be a coder. Be a coder. He, like, really wanted to send me like, coding camp, but I've always been a very arty person. It wasn't going to happen. This is the closest he's getting. The fact that I have to learn how to, like, work microphones and cameras is the closest he's going to get to um, me being coding. So, too bad. But anyway, I just got a couple flashbacks while starting the movie. I already... I, well, we went off to a good start. Anyway, so it starts off. The police are running around. And they have some super slay sunnies. Like, they're kind of police, but they're also kind of, like, secret agents. Like, that was the vibe I was getting. Everyone in this movie dresses so slay. And I feel like that's probably because of the Y2K resurgence of fashion, you know? Like, everyone was, like, wearing pieces that I have in my cupboard right now. And I was like, oh, they look really good. If you were expecting, like, a proper film review, I'm so sorry. This is not the place for you. Pick someone who likes movies. Um, this is my little girly pop film review of The Matrix. Um, anyway, so the police, they're walking around, they're looking very serious, they're on the trot. Their sunnies are so nice. I don't think I've said this yet, but I really want a pair of those sunnies. They're, like, square looking, kind of, with, like, a little frame. Not much frame. I've actually put them on my birthday wish list. (laughs) Because I want sunnies that look like that. Very Y2K. Which, okay, I'm gonna say 2000s, this movie was made in 1999. So, like, they were there. They were, like, ready. They were on the cusp. You know what I mean? Also, I was thinking, does that have to do with the fact that everyone thought the world was going to end in the year 2000? I mean, I wasn't personally there. I was born in 2004, so I missed all that. But, like, surely the Matrix and, like, their whole, like, dystopian kind of genre has to do with the fact that everyone thought the world was going to end, right? Surely. Anyway, then we meet Miss Trinity. Miss Trinity is sitting there with a little computer, and then they're like, hands up. So she puts her hands up. And all I could think about was the fact that her pants fit her so well. She's in, like, this full black leather slash latex. I actually could not tell. I spent minutes of this movie. Like, every time she was on screen in that outfit, I was trying to figure out if it was latex or if it was leather. And I, I, I'm I, thinking, I really don't know. It was just really shiny, and they fit her so well. Again, the leather pants back in. This is just a fashion review. But I promise it'll get better. Um, her pants were, like, so good i wish i had pants that fit me that well i want to know where she got them i mean obviously probably the costume department who fit them to her but that's besides the point anyway then miss Trinity is on the run she's got her guns out they're running around she's not letting them catch her mm-mm, so she's running around the camera work was so slay. there was this one shot of them like jumping over buildings and the camera is like up on the floor so all you can see is like the edge of the two buildings and the sky so you're like under them while they're jumping across that is one thing about this movie and why i think it gets talked about so often is because just like the camera work is really good she did do a dive when she was diving over i would like to say that her her torpedo could have been better her hands were kind of like um raising the roof rather than like actual streamlined torpedo so i don't know it just looked odd it just looked weird maybe that's because like i was a swim teacher for a while. So I'm, like, torpedo. But also, like, if I was jumping over a roof, I would probably want to have a good form. You know what I mean? I'm not just flailing around. Which she wasn't flailing, but, like, her arms could have been a bit. Anyway, I'm just nitpicking, now. Yeah. Anyway. Then she gets to the car. No. She gets into the telephone booth. She's trying to make a call, which is the thing in this movie. Which, everyone's just on the phone all the time. That's, like, their one way of, like, communication or whatever. In their little phone booth. So there was, like, a random phone on the floor or something. And then one bit... Anyway, but then, car crash, boom, this truck slams into her. And it was a bit crazy. Boom. Then there's just this music playing in the background. And we're in now, like, this little computer lab. Very random. There's this dude sleeping in the computer lab. Me tonight, and I have to write my assessments. Um, But, yeah, hit the music in the background. I was trying to figure out what this song is, and I don't know. But it was so slay. Like, I do love a good two thousand song, but... It was just, I don't know, I've never heard it before, and I was trying to look for it. I was literally, like, searching up the Matrix movie soundtrack, but it's not on the soundtrack. I think the first, like, proper song is, like, the rock song that plays when they're in the club. And so, I was a bit sad about that. It's giving, like, Pussycat Dolls, Britney Spears, like, that, that energy, and I was very loving it. Anyway, then we meet Neo. Neo's baby Keanu Reeves. He's so cute. I didn't I, for, I like I didn't know Keanu Reeves ever looked like that. I'm just so used to him with like long hair, you know what I mean? So it was a bit of a shock. Like I didn't even really 100% realise it was him, which is pretty good. I feel like I hear about him so often. Apparently he's like the nicest guy in the world or something, which is really great. You don't really hear about that in Hollywood. Not that I've personally experienced that, but I've never met him personally. But I was, it just doesn't look like him. From, like, really far away, I think he looks like the guy who plays Abed in Community. Like, from the posters on, like, the Google, or like, I don't know, when you type in the movies, he's so far away that he looks more like that than he does Keanu Reeves, in my mind. Anyway, he wakes up from his little nap, he goes and checks the door, and someone's knocking on it, and there's these bunch of people here who are, like, they're dressed for Coachella. Like, we never really see them again, but they're there. And they take him to a club. But they're just, again, I was really focused on the outfits in the beginning of this movie. I don't know why. Like, one of them had a little, like, chainy thing around her nose. That was really, giving, like, 20, I'd say 15, when everyone was in their boho era. And we were doing, like, little dots over the eyebrows. If anyone remembers that. Not that I've personally been to Coachella either. I'd love to go. If you're a brand and you want to take me to Coachella, please do. Um, as long as you pay for my flights as well. I don't have money. (laughs) Um... Anyway, so then this one girl has got a bunny tat on her. She's got, like, a little bunny tat on her neck, uh, which is really cute, but it really catches Nero's eye. He's like, why's that bunny tat? But I don't actually know why. Sometimes when I watch movies, I really feel like I forget key points, and now I'm going to feel like an idiot when I say them. So I'm just going to put it out here right now. This will probably be reoccurring for the entirety of this podcast. I'm going to miss things completely, and I'm expecting lots of, like, dirty little comments being like, yeah, you missed this, my, Which I fully accept. You know, if I'm not 100% paying attention, it's not going to go through. I had to skip, like, not skip, rewind the video so many times. Just because I didn't know what was going on because I missed, like, crucial bits. Anyway, so it kind of, like, I don't know, lights up a little. And then he's like, oh. And then they're in the club. Straight away. Boom. Club. Anyway, but then Trinity's at the club too. Which is so random because I thought she went, like, back home. This is the other thing. I keep, like... I can't understand what is the Matrix, what's that little like sewer rat ship thing they're doing, and then what's a computer program. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, I'll get into that later, but I think this is why I don't tend to gravitate towards these types of movies. I don't think I've said the movies that I tend to gravitate towards. Like I used to be a really big Disney girl growing up. I loved the little fairy tales and stuff, but not like Bambi or anything. My parents actually didn't let me watch Bambi because it was going to be too sad. And I had a bit of an issue um, grasping the concept of, like, people can die and they never come back. I learned that while watching The Little Mermaid. And then my mum was like, oh, we're not going to let her watch Bambi. That's a bit... that's going to be a bit traumatic for her. So we didn't do that. Um, and I still haven't watched Bambi. I feel like people talk about it all the time and I understand, kind of, like, what the first 20 minutes is about. But other than that, I actually don't know what the story of Bambi is. Anyway, I'm really going on a tangent... Why am I tangenting? Oh, oh, what movies I like. Anyway, so now that I'm a bit older, I tend to go for, like, ironically, chick flicks. Considering I've named this podcast The Flicks Chick. Originally, I was going to do this podcast as, like, I watch chick flicks and, like, do, like, a little cinema analysis on them. Which, like, if this doesn't, like, go great, like, I probably will end up doing that. I'm really experimenting with this podcast, but currently... I, you know, me watching, like, cinema classics has a bit more, I don't know, like, I'm gonna get something out of it, because I, like, sh- probably should watch these movies anyway, you know what I mean? So, like, I love a Good Mean Girls, Jawbreaker, I really like Jawbreaker, um, I'm really excited for the Barbie movie, I don't think you understand, it comes out in, like, two months, I'm so excited, yeah, almost exactly two months, I'm so excited, I'm gonna, that's gonna be so good, Bargo Robbie in it? so excited anyway full tangent but yeah so i like girly pop like i don't really love violence i don't really love gore i don't love horror like you will not i've actually never watched a horror movie in my life and i will not like not even for this podcast i don't think unless like a lot of people want me to but like i enjoy sleeping at night you know what i mean i get freaked out very easily i had a fear of chucky and annabelle both of them because in my head they're like almost the same thing i had a fear of the both of them I'd never seen the movie. I didn't know what either of them were about, but just, like, the fact that they're, like, dolls could, like, wake up and, like, kill you in your sleep. I don't know what the plot of these movies are, but I was convinced they would come into my house. Like, not that anything in my house would kill me. Like, they would come into my house and kill me. We're tangenting. Oh, my God. I'm not even done. Like, this isn't even much of what I have. Most of it's on my laptop. So then he sees Trinity at the club. She's being so sus. Anyway, they get a little talky talky. The one thing is that how are they able to talk like that in the club? They're like a full like social distancing away from each other, and they can hear each other. I can't. I need to scream into my friend's ear, and she still will not hear me if I'm at the club. I have to be like, I want to go to the bathroom, and it needs to be like inside her eardrum. Like I almost need to be eating her ear off, otherwise she can't hear what I'm saying. Really scary. Also, how are they able to stand that far apart? I'm also usually squished up against. 20 million people. I can't move anywhere. Everyone's sweaty and it's gross. Anyway. We're not talking about how much I hate the club. No. I like the club. Just their club is very different. Anyway. But everyone is in the leather. I am enjoying the leather in this movie. I feel like I've talked about the leather so much. Anyway. I've just got what is the matrix written down and I... Well that's a good question for for me to wonder but I think maybe that's what they... (sighs) TBH. Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Next day, Neo has missed his alarm. He's at work. What's his name? His name is, like, actually Thomas Anderson, which was a bit trippy because my name's Regan Anderson. So anytime they like Anderson, I was like, you know? Oh, let's so shocked my headphones fell off. Um, you know, it's like when you hear your name in the movies, I don't tend to. Regan's kind of an odd name, especially Regan. Like, Regan are here, but, like, Regan, it's not really there. Although there was someone in this movie with the last name or something similar and i kept getting like triggered by it not triggered but like i was on alert you know what i mean anyway so he misses his alarm and his job is a bit angies at him they're like bro you need to like do your job properly anyway so then he goes back to his cubicle he goes and sits down but then he gets a call no he gets a package sorry and it's a phone on that phone he gets a call and guess who it is morpheus woo Ooh. We're not making those noises again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway. What? Oh, okay. Sorry. I really, like, some... Because I'm writing, like, I don't really put in words what's really happening. On that call, he's like, dude, the dudes and the the cool sunnies, they're coming for you. So you need to run. So Neo's like, okay, where do I go? Like, he's in work with all the cubicles, so he can't really, like go anywhere, and then Morpheus is like, go to this cubicle in this area, like, he's like, I don't know, like, mapped it out, anyway, and then he's like, yeah, go there, so then, you're he running, he's gone through, he, like, bumps into a couple people, anyway, but then he runs all the way up to, like, a balcony window kind of thing, and Morpheus is like, bro, jump, and he's like, oh, that's not happening, sorry, it's not gonna happen, um, so then they take him, which was really stupid. Like, he should have just jumped. Actually, no, he shouldn't have because he was still in The Matrix and he would have died. That's right. Um, That was probably good. Also, we wouldn't have a movie if he jumped. Anyway, so then the dudes would slay Sonny's, take Neo into a little interrogation room, which is kind of looking like 1984. Like, that kind of vibe. Anyway, 1980... 1980- no, it is 1984. 1989 is the album by Taylor Swift. The amount of times I mix those two up is not even funny. Anyway. Your 12th English core. Anyway. Um, so, Neo's in custody. They're kind of having their little spiel about, like, we want you to help us. But, like, to be honest, as an audience member, I don't really know what's going on. I'm kind of like, what are you on about, babes? Like, so I feel like if I was sitting, like, okay, no. But I knew kind of what The Matrix is about, like. Not really, but, like, I, I understood to an extent. Like, it, the movie's been out for over 20 years. Like, I, I kind of know what's going on. If I was sitting in a movie theatre in 1999, I would not know. I would have no clue what was going on. I'd be so lost, but I think that's the point. But also, like, I don't enjoy that. I usually like knowing what's going on. So, at this point in the movie, I'm kind of sitting here, like, this is all just, like, <sighs> going over my head. Like, I'm not getting a deeper meaning. I'm just, like, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Anyway... Give him the spiel. And then all of a sudden, mouth gone. It, like, I don't know, goes over. So he's got no lips. It's just, like, I don't know how to, like, describe it. I've just got Neo in custody, mouth gone. Like, his lips are gone. The hole is sealed with, like, flesh. He can't do anything. A bit gross. Anyway, so now because he can't scream, they stick a bug in him. Like, what the hell? Anyway, this little, like, I don't know. It looks like a kind of prawn, prawn cricket thing, and it's made out of metal. It's got, a, like, a long arms, and it digs into his belly button. Ooh, I'm not. One thing about me, I'm squeamish. I'm not into blood, guts, or anything like that. So my face, as soon as he started, like, pincing into the belly button, I was like, oh, this is going to be blood. This is going to full explode. No, nothing happened. Thank the good Lord. I was really concerned. I, no, that would have been the end of me. I would have turned that off quit the whole podcast that would have been the end but surprise but i'm more surprised that there wasn't blood because like your belly button's a sealed hole right like you can't like get in there so how did it get in there without blood it do- it can't like travel through unless his whole body was like i don't know mush or something but like that's so random anyway i have in brackets gross anyway then he manages to get out somehow. He's in the back of a car with Trinity. And they take this little like, gun thing and they stick it in. Not a gun. Like, it's kind of like a syringe gun. I don't really know how to describe it. But anyway, they take this little buggy out. Then we get some blood. But I don't know whose blood it was. I'd assume it was Neo's Because, oh, the, the bug's made of metal. Oh, it's not going to be the bug. But the, the blood is very red. Like, light red. Like, light orangey red. Kind of more like a... Ooh, how do I describe it? You know, like, a blood orange? You know that colour? It was more like that, which, although it's called a blood orange, like, that's still quite light. Like, blood's a bit darker than that, so that did throw me off a little, personally, when I bleed. Unless you bleed in a nice, light orange colour, in which case, good for you. I'm sure that's totally healthy. Anyway. Then we actually, like, meet Morpheus. Like, fully, we finally, like, see who he is and all that. He's so ominous, oh my god. Like... Everyone in this movie just, like, looks scary. Not as in, like, they look scary, but I'd be scared. Like, just very intimidating. Very, like, oh you know, very stone cold. Oh, my gosh. Crack a little smile or something. I don't think I saw anyone smile in this movie once. That's how you know I'm not going to enjoy it. Anyway. No, it was all right. And then we get the pills, which is all my lecture talks about. I want to say, no, it's not Stanislavski. Who's Stanislaski? Oh, he's some... um theatrical practitioner never mind there's some guy and I absolutely cannot remember his name but I'm I'm not going to so I'm so sorry anyway um he wrote in some book this is so descriptive he wrote in some book that he wishes there was a third pill to like oh to like experience both I don't know and in my head that color is green but anyway that comes up at least once every lesson so you can tell that I'm like thinking right and our first lesson the first clip that we watched was the one where he gets offered the pills so oh, i've left my thingy let's bring that back i can't do my pod without my notebook anyway so anyway he gets handed the pills and he chooses i forgot what color it is but he chooses the one to go into the matrix which fair like that's what he wanted to do he's been trying to find this forever so good for him girl boss achieving his dreams we love that um, although it's a bit scary in there like if you take the blue one the red one if you take one of them you'll just forget it all happened you'll return back to your normal life but if you take the other you're going to you got to figure out what it's really all about tbh if i was in that position i'd probably take the other pill to just let me go home like honestly <laughs> i want to save the world i just want to like you no know, live my little life especially like I wouldn't know any better. You know, if we're currently living in the Matrix right now, which everyone is on about all the time, like, I feel like I hear all the time, there's a glitch in the Matrix, there's a glitch in the Matrix. TBH, I'd rather live in this Matrix than, um, that, like, weird crusty world that they're living in. What Earth really is. Because, like, okay, so what if we are living in the Matrix? We're all living in the Matrix, we're all in it together. Too bad, but also, like... If there was a matrix, why would they chuck a pandemic in there? If we're creating... If somebody's, like, creating the world, why would they chuck that? So random. Anyway, we're getting a bit... We're getting a bit existential here. Let's... Let's bring it down a notch. Existential is safer later, okay? Anyway. That's the end of the notebook. Woo! I'm not allowed to make that noise. That's gonna be really sad. That's one of my favourite noises to make. Anyway. So then... In that same scene, Nero then gets taken over by a mirror. Like, it literally, like, engulfs him and then starts, like, going up his body. Very much giving Charlie XCX, what's the name of that album? Is it just Charlie? I think that album is just Charlie. Like, um, but it's, like, you know where she's got all the, like, metallic, I don't know, lines around her. And it kind of looks like she's got a silly straw going all over her. He kind of gets taken by, like, this chrome liquid which is really cool and would be a really cool concept for like some like vogue editorial shoot or something i'm really like vogue hire me i'll do like a little matrix fashion edit oh that's really smart anyway sorry i'm having ideas let's keep going um anyway but then after he gets taken over by that mirror he is bald and he is in a goop pod now when i wrote that goop pod I. <laughs> I saw it, and I was thinking, you know what? This is actually something Gwyneth Paltrow would sell on Goop. I was listening to the Goop podcast the other day. No, I was listening to the Goop Beauty Secrets, which ended a while ago. But I'm, I'm sad. Like I would have thoroughly enjoyed that um, if it was still going today. But they were talking about the crystal mat. There's like a, there's a mat on their website that is just like got crystals on it, and I assume you do yoga on it. I don't think it's just there for like to sit in your house. But, like, that's so random. But random enough that she would be selling these, like, goop pods. Surely they've got, like, some regenerative... You know what they're probably good for, hey? Because the ends are bald in the thing. They're probably, like, some, like, hair removal treatment or something. That would sell. If you could get, like, a little pod full of goop. That kind of looks like a tanning bed, but not because those are illegal. Except I do know places where they still are. Anyway. right. And then you just fill it with this goop that removes hair. No, actually, that's not good because that would remove on the hair on your head and your eyebrows and your eyelashes. Which is what happened to my man, Neo. He, like, was, like, bald. Like a little baby. And that's why he loses all his beautiful hair. And then he ends up with a buzz cut. Which I'll get into later. But, anyway. Then, so then he goes down this, like, super slide looking thing. And then ends up in this body of water with, like, a waterfall, which is so random because it's all man-made. And then he's just kind of, like, flailing in there, like Vanessa Hudgens at the end of, like, High School Musical 2. You know, and she's, like, in the water and she's, like, kind of drowning, but she had to do it for the Disney contract, you know what I mean? Anyway, so then <laughs> um, this claw comes up, like, um, in Toy Story, like, those aliens, and then picks him up. And then he's, like, taken away. It's kind of giving, like, Toy Story meets um, Hunger Games, I feel like. You know what I mean? Anyway. So then he ends up in this, like, room. Which I call the acupuncture room. Where he's, like, stabbed with a bunch of little needles. Like, surely it is acupuncture. I think it's because his muscles, like, gave up or something. Some- oh, It's- He- Somebody said something. This is so descriptive. I'm so sorry. Um, something about his muscles, like, degenerating or something. So they needed to, I don't know, give him acupuncture to bring them back to life. Don't know. I think that goop was a bit strong. In all honesty. Gwyneth don't sell it. Anyway, (laughs) then he wakes up and his hair has grown back a little, but he's got a buzz cut. Now, I want to do a little PSA on buzz cuts because I just... Everyone's making bad decisions with their hair. If you have nice, long, beautiful hair, do not get a buzz cut. Don't do it to yourself. No matter how good you think you're going to look, you won't. Don't do it. I've met maybe three people who look good with a buzz cut. I wouldn't do it. Look, mullets... Took a while to grow on me. I think it's because, like, some mullets are absolutely foul. And I'm so sorry. No, I'm not sorry, actually. That was your decision. Don't do it to yourself. If you have, like, a mullet that's very, very, like, long and then very short, it's not it. Especially if you have a mullet that gives you a little bowl cut fringe. Don't do that to yourself. But if you've got, like, a, like a fluffy looking mullet, like, that's good. I can get behind that. I don't think the buzz cut will ever grow on me. I don't think it's moot. And I just think... Everyone looks 20 times worse. I mean, there are circumstances where it looks really good. And obviously, if you have to get a buzz cut, you have to get a buzz cut. But it's just the people who decide, like, this is going to be the hottest thing that's ever happened. And it's actually the worst thing to ever do to themselves. Don't do it. And then, here's a fun fact. Your hair grows back. Don't keep shaving it as a buzz cut. Once you realise it looks bad, don't keep doing it. I know you made the decision. People changed. Okay grow the hair out anyway now that that's done now we're talking about like morpheus and neo are now like talkie talkies and we're getting a bit more information but honestly it's still making no sense we're now getting told that it's not 1999 it's 2199 which is shocking behavior i don't but then i still don't know why they would change the date by like 2000 years that makes no sense what was the point like to what to the people like what did that do to the people Anyway, that's so random. Maybe they just remind us the 200 years they were going to war. I don't know. War with what? The sun. But nothing makes sense. Nothing anybody has said has made sense. Most of the sentences that get said, just, they don't correlate. Everybody's very, uh, like, they don't want to give information, which is really hard for me who wants that. You know, I just want to know what's going on. It's so hard to ask. Anyway. What does it mean taken in a chair by Morpheus? I don't know. We're gonna leave that. Anyway then Neo and Morpheus are in this white room with that's called construct or something. It's just got a little chair in it anyway but we've now changed into our sleigh outfits. It's kind of like in Subway Surfers you know when you had like they unlocked that thing where you could get different outfits for a character Everyone's got their base outfit and everyone's got, like, their other outfits that were really cool. I think everyone in the Matrix has their, like, we're, like, starving and, like, not doing well. We're an apocalypse outfit. And then they've got their, like, sleigh, like, Vogue, Y2K fashion walk outfit. And they only have the two. Anyway, so we're now in our sleigh outfits and Morpheus' glasses don't have things on them. Like, frames that go behind your ears. Like, the arms of the... Glasses, they don't have them, so I'm thinking the whole time, how are they staying on his face? Like that little nose bridge is not clipping on enough, I don't think, to just keep them there. It's like when people used to put counters in their eyes, that used to freak me. I knew I was squeezed from a young age, anyway. So then we figure out what the Matrix actually is for the first time in the entire movie. So it's a dream world that has been created. Because the real world is not good. It's like a post-apocalyptic... Something happened, they got rid of the sun. That's what I picked up from that. And now there's little jellyfish running everywhere. That made no sense. But look, I'm really hoping you guys have seen the movie and so you understand where I'm coming from. Um, But like the real world's not looking good and that's why they always look like they're in like some sewer, like garbage can looking thing. You know what I mean? They're a little ship. And they're just going around. Anyway. Anyway. So, the Matrix is the fake world that was creative, created because the real world is, like, not looking good. And then, so, that finally made sense to me. Why people are going, oh, we live. what happens if we're living in the Matrix? I'm like, why would we be living in the Matrix? Because that actually makes sense. Like, finally, I, like, understand what people mean now. Like, I've had a revelation. Shocking. Anyway. Um... It's being blamed on AI, which I found really funny. I'm learning about AI a lot in my degree, and I don't think it's that scary. I'm just gonna put out a little PSA. I know I've sounded like a complete idiot for the rest for all of this. I sound like the most uneducated little like, but I promise you, I like pay attention in class. I I don't think AI is that scary, and I don't think it's taking over. I, it's it's so like there are so many issues with it. Like it can't do what you're thinking it can it can't do it it's it's no it's it can't do anything unless the humans do things to it you know what i mean so yeah i don't just don't worry about it we're all good anything but i think that's really funny and that's why everyone hates it is because well maybe i don't think it like it's solely because of the matrix but it probably had something to do with like that and how people felt again the end of the world the end the year 2000 is when the world's going to end. You know what I mean? Like, all of this, like, doomsday stuff, it's all coming together. My brain, at this point in the movie, it started making sense. And it was big for me. Really big. Anyway. Um, we also find out that humans are being grown in all test tubes. Which is very interesting. It's a very brave new world. Again, no, that was year 11. Year 11 English Core. Um, anyway. Then there was a high-pitched sound. Like, while he was chucking something into a computer just before there was a real high-pitched sound, like a very high-frequency sound, that made my ears hurt. And I wasn't a fan of that. I just felt the need to complain. One of my rooms at uni just has that sound constantly. It's not fun. I want to die. No, I don't want to die. It's just- it just makes- it's not fun. Like, my ears hurt. Anyway, Neo's back in the bed with the hipster clothing. And now he's getting video game lessons. So, like, they're plugging cartridges- into a computer that goes through his brain. Like he's a Nintendo DS or something. And then then he's able to unlock certain skills. So he's doing karate at the moment. Which is really slay. But I feel like not really transferable skills. Like they do help him in the end. But karate is such like a random thing. Was it karate? I don't know. But it was some form of like fighting. That's like, you know, that people like get sent to when they're children something like that again the insane camera work I had to say it again because it was looking really good because they were doing like these um fight scenes where they were going around and all that stuff I will say the fight montages in this movie are really good and I'm not someone who likes a fight montage so that's how you know it's good um then we go into another program called the jumping program oh Neo gets knocked out by Morpheus anyway because he's just he's just not there yet you know what I mean we weren't expecting him to like beat him all like right away you know what I mean um so then we do the jumping program and Morpheus just like jumps and he looks so funny I don't know how he's just like jumping with his like arms and legs very stiff and he's just like flying into the air onto the other building and what they want Neo to do is to like jump and make it onto the other building because apparently no one makes it a first try but he's like chosen or whatever um, He doesn't make it, flops onto the floor, flop, flops, uh, not dead, but he like goes through the floor and back up like a trampoline, Um, which I always find very interesting. I love it when this movie does that because it's not the last time you'll see someone like bounce through a, a solid object, but I love it. It's so funny. Anyway, then of course we're setting up Trinity as a love interest because she brings him some like dinner when he's back in his bed because he's like, I don't know, he's probably had a bit of a rough day. He like fell into the floor and got smashed into a couple poles, you know, poor Neo anyway because we can't have a movie without a love interest which is i feel like we could have done without like i personally really didn't see the point of that love being there if you know what i mean maybe to like attract like lonely men to come watch it or something but like it wasn't really fleshed out i don't know there were 20 like prequel not prequels like sequels There are multiple other ones, so maybe it gets fleshed out in those other ones, I don't know, but it just, it didn't really make as large of an impact, even when it, at the end, when it kind of climaxed, it's just not. I think we could have done without it, and the resolution could have been something else. You know what I mean? You don't always need a little love interest in a movie. I feel like that's, that's something that I, that I, that's, I don't know, that's just my opinion. Get over it. No. (laughs) Um, okay. Then we're in The Matrix. Like, the actual Matrix. He's gone back to the world. Um, but it's another training program. So, because, like, I don't know. They want him to, like, know that you can't trust anyone or whatever. Because all of a sudden, there's just this random, like, dude with a garden with the sunnies. They just, like, put one of them in there. Just to, like, make put him on edge, you know. Scare the new recruit. Then, what? Oh, again with the camera work. I love how I did something like this yesterday, actually. I put myself... I filmed myself in the mirror... But, like, so you couldn't see the camera. But they were doing that with sunglasses, which I thought was really smart. Like, while someone was talking, you could see the other person reacting in the sunglasses. Which, I really, like, blew my mind. Okay, now they're in the sewers. That I just They're, like, actually in the sewers. They are in a little ship floating through the sewers. It doesn't just look like a sewer. Which I thought, like, the world had gone to poop, so, like, everything looks like a sewer. No, they're actually floating through the sewers. Anyway, these little jellyfish things, which I think are, like, distant cousins of that, like, prawn cricket thing coming and they're going to like scan people so they have to stand like really still and like wait for them to like go past which i really don't know what these things are but i think they like explained it but i just don't know are they the ai because i don't think that's how ai is going to be like that's not really the way ai is going right now i don't know they look a bit creepy but there's no blood so i'm like i'm okay with creepy little looking little, little techno things i made it through bacon then we're back in the ship, and we're with... Okay, so there are a bunch of other characters, which I haven't been bothered to name. Um, but I feel like they gain importance later. But the one who's currently having a date is Sniper. Now, Sniper's back, and I think Sniper's last name in real life is like... Not in real life, but like in The Matrix is like Regan. Which really threw me off. They were like, Mr. Regan. I was like, oh. so we've had Mr. Regan and Mr. Anderson. Name drop. So, it's actually destiny for me to watch The Matrix. Um. Anyway... So, he is talking to Neo, they're having a little chat, and he's kind of like, I don't really love it here. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Here's some alcohol, which looks rank, by the way. That is the most disgusting, like, you don't even see it, but I can just tell, like, it's in a little, I don't know, it's in something that looks like an Ikea watering can. It just doesn't look good. And then he's like, we use it to cl- f- clean the fuel pipes. I'm like, ew, that's foul. Why are you drinking? That's going to kill you from the inside out. Oh my god. Like, you don't need to worry about the crabs, like, that stuff's going to kill you. Anyway. But then we realise that he is the villain. <gasps> kind of. Well, no, he like, yeah, there are like multiple like sets of villains. Like we already know the dudes and glasses are bad guys, but he's working with them because he wants to go back. He's not he's not into he's not into the matrix. No, he is into the matrix. He's not into this like weird little life where he's like stuck in a little ship drinking like fuel cleaner or whatever. So, he's having a nice little dinner with some of the dudes. And my only thought was why was the steak so raw. I'm, if I can get my steak well done, I will get it well done. Although, like, you know, medium well is, like, fine. I feel like it's because my parents, like, since they grew up in Africa, they like things cooked well. Otherwise, like, it might kill you. You know what I mean? So, I usually, they used to order, like, steak well done. But I don't anymore because the chefs hate that. Which I don't understand. I will cook my steak all the way through when I'm at my own house. Because I don't want to die. You know what I mean? Anyway. um, But anyway, he's at this fancy dinner. This steak was really raw. Like it was so raw. It was literally like brown on the outside and then the entire middle was red. It just looked gross and it makes me feel sick thinking about it. If that's your cup of tea, go ahead. But like I'm not trying to die of food poisoning today. And then we finally get our villain halfway through the movie. That's never... Ha- I usually... Usually you kind of know. I like... Unless they're doing a little plot like Frozen. Which, by the way, blew my, like, 11-year-old mind. It was shocking. But that is good. I was not expecting him to be the villain either. I feel like he kind of was, like, under the radar for most of the movie. Anyway. Neo's off to see the oracles. They're all doing this little montage. where They're all in their black fits. Except for that one chick who's in full white. Which made me question... I figured they were all wearing black as, like, stealth or, like, to... Not super sleuth. What's the word? I'm trying to... To, like, I don't know, blend in in the cover of Darkness. You know what I mean? But then she's in, like, full white, which, like, yeah, sure for her character, like, looks great. She kind of looks like Tilda Swinton a little. Um, but <laughs> I was thinking, like, I mean, what's the practicality of it then? Is it just to look cool? Which they do, by the way. But, like, what's the point? Anyway... So then they're off to see the oracle, I don't know why they all had that montage if three of them go, anyway, we're off to see the oracle, oh what are we up to, oh, so Neo's in this room with a bunch of children which is so weird because I don't know, he's such an odd choice if they were like oh we think this is the chosen one and then everyone else is a child, that's so random. Anyway, all these kids have like weird little powers like telekinesis, like it's giving stranger things, what's even giving more stranger things is the fact that there's this kid with a shaved head in the corner bending spoons. Which took me, like, minutes to realise that kid is Aussie. Because, like, I heard his accent. And I was like, oh, he sounds different. But, like, familiar at the same time. And then I realised he was Aussie. Which is so weird. Because I feel like, I don't know. Like, we just, I don't know. It's really weird. Okay, I feel like this is hard to explain. So, when you consume media... Most of our media in Australia is American. Unless, like, our own... We Obviously, we have our own news programs, a couple of our own, like, TV shows, but most... A lot of reality TV. But most of the stuff that we consume that's, like, proper, like, movies and stuff will be international, namely American. So, I'm very used to hearing an American accent on TV. That makes total sense to me. When I hear an Australian accent, like, randomly out of the blue, I can't recognise that it's my own accent. And I have to sit there for 20 minutes thinking, what is that? i go through, like, is that British? I'll never go to New Zealand. Or well, sometimes I do. But, like, I, I was like, is he British? Or, like, is this some random country I've never heard of? No, he's Aussie. So random. Anyway, um, but then if I hear an American in real life in Australia, it's so weird. The accent sounds, like, so out of place, so different. But, like, we hear it all the time. And it also makes me realise that my American accent, when I try to do one, is actually pretty good. Because it doesn't sound... Because I'm so used to hearing people on TV that I'm like, oh, okay. Like, they sound normal, but when I do it, I sound weird. But that's because I'm so used to hearing myself an Australian accent that I feel weird with an American one. But a British one to me sounds fine, but I think maybe that's because our accent is a derivative of the British accent. Whoa, a tangent. Tangent, tangent, tangent. Anyway. Then, we're, then he does go see the Oracle, actually. Can we have some normal talking, please? Anyway. Everyone's, like, talking real weird, but essentially what she gets at is, like, you, either you, or either Morpheus is gonna die. So, good luck, babes. Have a cookie, which look awful, by the way. All the cookies look foul. Like, this isn't Subway. Oh, I love Subway cookies. They're so good. Anyway, then they're going up the stairs, and Nero's like, oh, I just got deja vu, because he saw a cat, which is apparently a glitch in the Matrix. That's what people say all the time. Uh, that, okay, so maybe, but I say I have deja vu all the time. That's so random. But, like, uh, this movie's getting a bit existential. Maybe I need to watch something a little less um, less profound next week. Anyway. um, Anyway, so they're like, that means I'll go to the Matrix and they're trying to change something. Anyway, people guns back in. Pew, 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 pew. Anyway, big shoot up. Little dude is trapped inside the tall one. I don't think we- No, that's- <laughs> That's- That's not what I was trying to say. The little dude. So you got, like, out of the little friends, there's, like, the little one who, like, made the girl in the red dress. She He was, like, sitting up in the little room. I oh, don't know, he just wasn't with everyone else. Anyway, he gets shit up dead. And But you see him sitting in the chair- Like, because they're being shut up in, like, their own little world. In, like, the Matrix. I I don't, I can't even tell if it's the Matrix or some, like, program or something. Um, so, anyway. Shut up. Boom, dead. You see, like, blood coming out of his mouth when he's just, like, sitting there, which is gross. I feel like they should have found a better way to, like, if you die in the Matrix, you can just, like, respawn. Back into, like, you know? Like, if we're so, if surely one of those cartridges has, like, a little Minecraft, like, I don't know um why are their sun? what the whole world i don't understand why it is dirty that is oh no okay so i they're all dirty every single thing is dirty and i don't understand it just get a cleaner even the matrix to some extent dirty oh oh i didn't even get into this i didn't realize it was filmed in australia It's literally filmed, like, I used to live really close there. Like, it's literally filmed in Sydney CBD. I go there all the time. I literally studied every day for year 12, like, HSC. I would pass that waterfall every single day. And I didn't realise. And I was talking to my dad this morning. And he was like, it was all filmed in Australia. And I was like, oh, you're joking. That's why it all looked familiar. I was like, wow, this part of the US just looks a lot like Martin Place. (laughs) Anyway. But, yeah. The whole world, very dirty. Then we get a shot of everyone down a water pipe. What? Anyway, then everyone's like, there's this really cool shot of them like in a water pipe and they're like trying to get down the water pipe which is really cool. Um, because it's like black on either side and it's very like narrow which I found cute. But then someone fumbles and takes a little sneeze. And then they shoot up the wall. Um, no one dies though. It's just, like, a bit porous. It kind of looks like a cheese grater. And then they, like, punch through the wall. But everyone has to, like, fall down. Which just looks really funny to me. I'm getting, like, vibes of a TV show that I used to watch as a child. But I can't actually put my finger on it. Anyway. But Morpheus gets taken. He's taken with by the dudes. And then everyone's like, oh, we got to go. And Neo's like, no, we can't leave him. Trinity's like, no, we're going. And he pulls his foot. And they all fall down. It's giving a ring a ring a Rosie. Anyway. Then Morpheus is with Agent Smith um the first agent I've actually known the name of and I don't know they have a little chat and then they have a little beat up and then um I don't know the agent wins Morpheus is like and then all the agents come and start kicking him that's so mean oh my god you don't need all of you to do that anyway at this point in the movie I was like if I was there as much as I would be back in like the matrix if I had to be there I'd be Tank Tank is the dude who like does all the computer programs so he doesn't have to like go in he just has to like sit there. That's a totally the safest position to be in. And like, I could learn a little bit of computer software for sure. It's like, I'd totally go do that. Anyway, you know, chucking little Nintendo cartridges into like people's brains. I feel like I'd have a field day with that. Anyway, Sniper gets out some weird little different way. And he's like, Oh, I want to come home, guys. And Tex like, Yeah, sure, go here. And then he ends up out. And then they try to, like, locate everyone. Anyway, then Tank goes behind, gets some gun, and then sh- shoots um Tank and the other dude that's with him that I can't remember the name of, in the back. What was the point of that? Like, so random. So many guns in this movie. Everyone, everyone's got a different type of gun, but just so much. Violence is not the answer, guys. So many guns, though. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that many guns in my life. I don't watch these kinds of movies. He starts, like, I don't know, sniffing Trinity? Sniper does. Um, it was just so weird. Like, he's just giving, like, creep vibes. Anyway, he's going on a little spiels about how much he, like, hates it here. And then he starts, like, pulling people's plugs. <laughs> he starts... He starts... I shouldn't laugh. But it's so weird. Like, he starts killing off a couple of the random little side characters. Um, anyway, then he almost gets to Neo. He's giving real, like, Ian from... Alvin and the Chipmunks, like, that was my first thought, was, like, just, like, his general demeanour is just, like, Ian from Alvin and the Chipmunks. If he was, like, a, like, proper, like, villain in, like, a dystopian movie, you know? As as bad of a villain, as much of a villain, um, Ian from Alvin and the Chipmunks is. But having some serious Matrix name dropping, like, they're all, the, I've heard the word the Matrix about seven times in the one sentence, but I feel like this movie, it's okay, because it is actually, like, a part of the movie, more than a title. You know, The Matrix is an actual thing in the movie, so it's not bad. But, like, there are some movies where they've just written it in, and it's really gross. So, um, I was okay. It, It makes me cringe in those other movies, but this movie, I was actually okay with it, so it was fine. Anyway, then Tank wakes up. I don't know. He obviously managed to survive being shot in the stomach. And then... Shoots down Sniper. Sniper can't snipe no more. Sniper, no sniping. I really thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, but we do see Tank's wound, and I do want to throw up. That was absolutely fair. Morpheus is with the dudes, and they're giving a spiel on, like, the Matrix and the Evolution and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. They're just going on about um how, like, bad the Matrix is and know how good it is and why we do it and all that stuff, which I don't think Morpheus is in the, like, mood to, like, think about because what's happening is they're trying to get the codes so there's some code to something that morpheus has in his brain and they need to like make it mushy enough to, <laughs> to get him to up. um but the problem with doing it is they're giving a full spiel i don't think morpheus is concentrating what they're saying i think he's concentrating on the amount of pain that he's in like man this is not doing well he's not having he's not having a good time anyway now they're all kind of like in the like I don't know little ship, because they've still got Morpheus' this body in there. They're kinda like, oh should we kill him? Um, because we don't want him to give the codes, like that's worse. Like I'd rather just let him die. And then they're like, oh, you know, like one of us is meant to die, like Yeah, but anyway, then is like, mm-mm, I'm going in. And then Trinity is like, I'm going in too. And Nia's like, mm-mm, no, you're not. And she's like, Yeah, I am. Let's go. So anyway, then they go back into the matrix. And then they're going through airport security um which is so random i don't think it's it might be for like the government building or something but it really just looks like airport security anyway gun montage pew 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 shoot them up so many slow motion shots so much anyway but it ends up they're fine um they take the bag they keep going through the thing then they go upstairs oh the foley in that bit was really good it was really good and then you know when somebody's like oh I'm thinking about how I'm breathing right now, and then you have to think about how you're breathing, and now I'm going to think about how I'm breathing now, because I've just brought that up, you know what I mean? When I think about Foley, then that's all I'm thinking about, and all I'm imagining is some, like, a random person in a studio, like, making steps for everyone's step, you know what I mean? Um, okay, there's a there's a bomb in the bag. That's what we discovered. discovered, this bomb. Or something that looks like a bomb. Then they're on the elevator, like Toy Story, you know, when they're, like, up above where the elevator is, and then the elevator goes down, they go up, boom! the way up what oh and then the elevator goes on fire which is so random i don't know why it's doing that then they're up on the roof and this is the bit where he does the move where he goes back where everyone's like oh let's do the matrix and then they fall on their head you know what i mean um anyway they find look the gun scenes lose me a little i'm not gonna lie they do so like if i'm not going in full detail that's why then they realize there's a helicopter and Nero's like, hey, Trini, can you fly the helicopter? And she's like, no, but I can. And then he's like, "And then she gets a chip, a little Nintendo DS cartridge to make her be able to fly the helicopter. Anyway, they're flying it all the way up to the window where Morpheus is. Nero takes his gun, it's massive, shoots at them. All the dudes. Anyway, and then Morpheus is able to escape and he's like running. There's guns everywhere. There's like sprinklers because the elevator went on fire the sprinklers coming down from the ceiling still there's water everywhere a lot of slow motion a lot of imagery of like the bullet like shells falling to the floor anyway then morpheus breaks free and then he got a shot on his leg there was a little bit of blood but it was manageable because it was moved in with the water so it just kind of looked like cranberry juice and i was okay with that um then Rose running 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 he falls and neo catches him And then they're just kind of swinging around on like a rope coming down from the helicopter. Which is quite funny. The helicopter smashes into a building and there's an explosion. But the building kind of warps a little. Like, it's very weird. Everyone makes it. Everyone's fine. Nope, there's a dude in the back. Surprise! Anyway, we're teleporting through the phones again. Neo goes, no, not Neo. What's his face goes? Morpheus goes. Trina goes, Neo's stuck. Neo's stuck in there. What's he going to do? Then there's a dude with the glasses comes. Gun. He's about to shoot him. They both got their guns to the head. It's kind of looking cool. Like, they're kind of like, I don't know, it's symmetry. It looked good. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I keep forgetting I'm recording a podcast, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can't see what my hands are doing. Anyway. Then there were 50 fight sequences. This one's very clean. They're all very clean. Um, he's got blood in his mouth, which is a bit gross. Anyway, then they're doing, like, karate and stuff, and he does, like, a mega punch. The sonny's dude mega punches, like, Neo. And he's not doing very well. But anyway, then he chucks him into the wall, onto the train tracks, because they're in, like, the bottom near a train station, but then goes down with him to, like, hold him there, which I think is stupid, because he's just going to get hit by the train. I don't know if he was planning to get out anyway. But then Neo, like, I don't know, gets some, like, force of power... Jumps up, smashes him down in, and then gets out. So the dude gets taken by the train. Anyway. Then we get a proximity warning for the people back on the ship. Uh, The jellyfish are back out again. These ones are bad. These ones are worse. They're a bit scared. Anyway, Neo's going to try to find an exit, and he gets shot through the stomach like 20 times. It's not very fun for him. But anyway, he's not doing very well, but then Trinity, like, gives him a little true love's kiss. goes on a spiel. Give him a little true love's kiss. And then he wakes up. Which is so random. Like, again, I don't think that's how it should have... He should have woken up. I think it, it should have been some other reasons. Because that's so random and out of the blue. Their, their romance was not fully pulled out. If you wanted to make it like that, you should have done more. But it's just kind of so random. Anyway, he wakes up. He's now got the force or whatever. Like, he's he's realised his potential and he's really going for it. He's like... I don't know. He's really going for it. <clears throat> He's, like, doing karate. He does a full, like, rond de with his leg. He's more flexible than I am. The jellyfish are coming. They are lasering into the ship. Everyone's a bit scared. They need to push the button to, like, let it go. But they can't push it till Neo gets back. But it gets too late. They push it. But Neo's back somehow. He made it. Anyway, so now he's... They push the button, gets rid of all the jellies, which is good. I don't think they're actually jellyfish. I wonder what they're actually called. Anyway, but you Nero know, made it, which is good. Um, then we get a little monologue with a lot of code on screen. And he's like, oh, yeah, I will expose you all, blah, blah, blah. Like, the Matrix won't last forever. And then he's in the city with rock music, the city that I lived in for 18 years and still didn't know what that it was it. Um And then it ends with him literally flying. Like, he's just, like, flying. Just so random. Anyway... I have some relatable quotes, it's now time for relatable quotes, so my first one, I only have two. The first one is, you're all the same to me, and that's what Morpheus says to Agent Smith, which is true. To be honest, I could not tell any of the agents apart until the end, when like two of them took off their glasses, and then I could finally like realise who they were. But I think that also stands for most like, elder, not elderly, but like middle aged white men in Hollywood, I can't tell any of them apart, I think they're all the same. So I re- I felt seen with that quote. The other one is human beings are a disease, which I think is true. As someone who's worked with children, human beings are a disease. Now, my final thoughts: I actually quite enjoyed The Matrix more than I thought I would have. I don't tend to gravitate towards these movies, as you know. That's why I'm making this podcast. So I really, I don't know. I just didn't think that I would love it, but I, I got it. I understood, and I quite enjoyed it. It was entertaining, kept me engaged, which was good. Um, the, the way people were speaking were just, like, I wasn't fully on board, but I understand it's, like, for that, like, style of movie. It was very, like, ominous. Like, you couldn't really give me, like, full information and it would still work, so I understand. But, yeah, just, like, I didn't really, under- I just would have loved a bit more understanding. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, I feel like, I don't know if it could have been shorter, but the fact that it went for two hours did throw me off a little bit. Um, and overall, yeah, just if they got rid of that little love, whatever, they either needed to get rid of it or expand it. Just, like, the amount it was wasn't good. But other than that, I actually surprisingly thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yeah, that is all I have for you guys today. Make sure to like, subscribe, download, do whatever you do on whatever platform you're on, and I will see you all next week. Bye-bye!